What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I am your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, also known as Mental Illness from TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Um, you know where to find me at. If this is your first time seeing my face, I'm a diagnosed narcissist that uses his platform, my platform, to raise awareness for narcissistic personality disorder and also, and also in the process validate the victims and survivors of said disorder by you know, telling things from my perspective, the narcissist perspective. Today's episode is going to be about the the potential of a narcissist and how holding on to the potential of a narcissist can make you ruin the the potential that you have in yourself. So it's one of the main questions that I like. It's it's just the most recurring question. Like, how do I make my narcissistic person get help? Maybe they can be like you. Uh, maybe they can be like uh, my man uh, Ben Taylor or what's the other dude's name? Um, Sam Backman. Maybe they can be like you. I was just like, it's such a small percentage chance of a person going to therapy and, you know, a person going to therapy and making positive, you know, having a positive outcome from therapy that it's just like, you know, and I don't tell everybody to leave because everybody's situation is different. You know, narcissism, narcissistic personality disorder or whatnot um, doesn't have, it's not a one size fits all thing. You know, I mean, if there's a spectrum of narcissism and, you know, 50 was average, I'm probably like a 60, 55, 60. I can go up, I can level up sometimes when I get get mad and things like that. But, you know, I would like to say I'm in that range right there where I can be self-aware enough to know what I'm doing and to see what I've done. But I'm also, you can't stop it because it's a disorder. You know, when you kick back and I, in the beginning of a relationship with a narcissist, I, yeah, yeah, and I know y'all keep hearing me say this. It's always the beginning of the relationship. It's always the beginning phase of the, of the relationship, the honeymoon phase of, of a relationship with a narcissist. Where you are being idealized, that like you are being treasured, worshipped, you know, praised, all the other stuff, all the other good stuff. That like you are just it. You know what I mean? They make you feel like we make you feel like you are the. You know, we put you on a pedestal, up there on a the pedestal. You sitting, you 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 you've rarely been put on a pedestal before. Like nobody has put you on this pedestal before. Nobody has you know clapped your cheeks like this. Nobody has shown you love like this. Nobody has you know. Like, uh, you've never clapped some cheeks like this or whatever. Other other side, you know what I mean? You never gotten your way. Nobody ever clapped your cheeks, and as a girl or a boy, you never clapped any cheeks like that. Okay, there you go. Because narcissists can be women as well. <laughs> I got confused a bit. Sorry, y'all. I had a brain fart. I had a word that. Um, there's the idealized. They put you on this pedestal, but guess what? It's the narcissist pedestal. And the narcissist can shake that pedestal, can pick that pedestal up and move it, can chop it down like an axe, can with, with an axe, and can knock the pedestal over, can knock you off the pedestal, and that typically is what happens in a narcissist in a relationship with a narcissist. But you know, like when and that's when the devalue stage starts, the love bombing ends, the light goes off, or whatnot. That's when the devalue stage starts, and you are like as a you know the victim survivor or whatnot. You are. Wondering how to get back to the beginning because the beginning was just amazing. The potential, you know, like this person that you're with has the potential to be a great person, has the potential to treat you, uh, to put you back on that pedestal because you like being on that pedestal. You can see over, you can see over everything. You can see it over the top of the refrigerator. You know, you can see over the top of the trees. Like you are up there. You want to get back up there. You're trying to climb up on the pedestal, but now the narcissist has like we have coated the pedestal in grease. And chicken grease and chicken fat, so it's super slippery. But every once in a while, you get your grip on there and you take a step up. You take, you take another step up, and then guess what? You slide back down because the narcissist starts shaking it again. 
you want to be back on that pedestal. You want the potential to come back forward. You want and so you want to you want to get back to the beginning of the relationship so much that you start to give up the things that you want to do, the things that you love to do, the things that make you feel good about yourself, the things that make you feel whole. You start to give that stuff up to appease that narcissistic person in your life, man or woman, son, daughter, mother, father, whoever it is. You start to give that stuff up to appease the people in your life, that narcissist in your life. And you start to lose your own potential. Because at the beginning of the relationship, you had the potential. Um, I talked to a lady the other day. She was going to be a fitness model. She had the potential to be a fitness model. Um, and instead of allowing her to be a fitness model and go and ch- chase her dreams, guess what the narcissist said? You know what? You can be a fitness model, but let's go ahead and get you pregnant first. Got her pregnant, you know, and she hasn't went back to doing the fitness model stuff yet, and it's been six years. You know what I mean? Gave up her potential to appease the narcissist, and he's been treating her like crap for six years now. Uh, you see, like, gave her per- gave up her potential to hold on to the potential of that narcissistic person because he guilt-tripped her into having a baby. Said, hey, you don't love me. You must not care about me. You must value yourself more than this marriage. You must do this. You must not really want to be with me then. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. You must not love me. You must not care about me. Y'all stop falling for that. God, this is just not for the older folks. So if you're a younger folk listening to this, I feel like this needs to be taught in high schools or something. Stop falling for stupid guilt trips. You must not love me. You must not care about me. You must have never, ever felt anything for me. You're just like my mom. You're just like my dad. Stop falling for that. Let that person cry. Let them feel stupid. Let them look stupid. God. Y'all about to hear it. Oh, I got another. I felt the rant bubble pop. I just felt the rant bubble pop. So guess what? We're going on a rant. Stop falling for the most basic, stupid stuff that a person says to you. I know you Hey, Lee, we're impasse. So we're going to feel. Stop feeling then. Cut it off sometimes. Because your feelings are going to get you hurt. Shut it off sometimes. Sometimes I'm thankful to be a narcissist because I can shut my feelings off and I can I won't look dumb. I'm like, please, y'all, stop listening to somebody. Um, you know what? I know I cheated on you, and I know you found out, and I know I beat your ass, but you must not love me if you're not going to give me a 15th chance. You know what? Uh, I'll give you a 16th chance. Stop. I know it's the trauma bomb, but break it. God, put the steps in order to break it. You deserve better. And now I know people think they deserve better. You say, I, like, I know I deserve better. But sometimes you don't believe it. You need to get into, the, into your heads that you believe that you deserve better than that. You need to get into your head that you believe that you deserve better treatment than what you are getting than a cheating, lying, manipulating person that makes, they, makes you fight, claw, and scrap for the bare minimum. For less than the bare minimum. For a thank you, for a hug, for a kiss, for any type of affection. I know you say, I know I see people say it all the time. I know I deserve better. You don't know you deserve better because you don't believe it. Because if you deserve better, you need to go get better. You need to put it into your head and get the belief system straight to realize that you do deserve better. You have to believe that you deserve better. I don't care what happens. We all have we all have things that happen to us in our childhood that make us who we are. I became a person with narcissistic personality disorder. I have a twin brother. He does not have a nar- he does not have narcissistic personality disorder. He is a great great person. He's a teacher. He teaches the youth. He loves it. He loves it. He loves teaching the youth. Circumstances like everybody responds differently to circumstances, but like now it's look, it's our responsibility to break the generational curses to stop this. Stop begging, pleading for somebody to love you and beg and plead for you to love yourself. Stop. Stop falling for the stupid, the stupidity, the crying, the whining. Stop letting somebody take advantage of you. For what? Like literally for what? 
What do you get? What for? What I always ask is, what is the purpose? What do you get? I ask people all the time. I'm like, what are you getting? Do you want to? What would you do if you got pregnant by this person? Oh, I've run down to the abortion clinic right now and get an abortion. Then why the hell are you fighting to be in a relationship with him? Would you marry this person? No, I don't really want to get married to him. I just don't want to be with anybody else. Then why the hell are you willing to waste years of your life to fight for this person that treats you terribly? What is the purpose? In a perfect world, what would be happening in this relationship? This person would go to therapy and love me the way I deserve to be loved. But you're not loving yourself the way you deserve to be loved. So why would that person, why would that narcissist in our minds, you take, you stop taking care of yourself, so why should we love you? That's the way the narcissist mindset works. If you don't love yourself, you don't look strong to a narcissist. Then that's sometimes why you get discarded. When you, when you get to the point where you're just begging, pleading, crying for a narcissist to love you, that's when the narcissist discards you because they feel like you have been they have used you up and guess what you when we leave you when the narcissist walks away from you you are broken and guess who broke you the person that broke you is the, is the person you, you keep in your mindset you still feel like the person that broke you is the only person that can fix you so you become bonded to your abuser you become bonded to that narcissist the person in your life break that bond you know what I called it this how the trauma bond gets established is the savior Satan complex the narcissist plays a savior in your life. They get you out of a vulnerable, they get you in a vulnerable state. They help you through hard times. They, they help you through rough times. But then they put you through hell like they're a Satan. Like they're a Satan. They saved you, but now they're a Satan to you. And but guess what? You feel like you owe this person. This person was there for me when I needed them, and I'm not gonna give up on them. Give up on them. Sometimes you need to give up. Somebody commented on my uh, Instagram live the other day, said, Lee, why does no contact feel like I'm running away? feel like I'm running away from something. I said, why do you have to say it like that? Why do you have to say no contact is running away from something? What get, That gives the person you're running away from power because it's like you're running away because you're scared. Why not say, hey, Lee, no, you know what no contact feels like? It's like I'm running towards something. Because running, when you're running towards something, you stay focused on your you stay focused on your objective. You keep your head straight forward. You don't look back. It's like running a race. When you run running a race, you, you, if you run a good race, you're not looking back. You're looking towards that goal. You're looking towards that finish line. You're looking towards that banner. You're running straight forward. You're running straight forward for the race. You're running towards something. You're not looking back. You're not looking back to see what you're doing. You're not running. Nobody's chasing you. Who cares if they're chasing you? They're not going to catch you because you, you're faster than them. Because you fat, you run, you're running fast because you're running towards something that you need stop running away from stuff and start running towards something that gives you the power running towards gives you the power running away gives them the power which one gives which one would you, would you rather do stop running away and start running towards reframe your mindset and i know i just went on a rant y'all i know i got off the potential because like and this all ties in together though it does tie in together because like when you focus on somebody else so much you start to lose who you are you start to lose your hopes goals and dreams i wanted to be a doctor but you know i quit school because uh he or she wanted me to quit school to be a stay-at-home mom or to go to work and pay more bills what and then guess what they were cheating on me the whole time and i felt like i wasted 20 years of my life stop giving up your potential for somebody else Everybody should be. It should be a unity. It should be a unit. A co. Like it's you. You are cohabitating. You are a partnership. Is is a unit. If you no stop letting people dictate how you live your life. It's your life. Live it. You know they don't have to live your life. They're gonna replace you immediately. It just hurts me when he, they discarded me and they found somebody else immediately. They didn't find somebody else immediately. The other person was there. They were grooming them to become the new supply. They they left them when they, when they feel like they had them secured. They dipped out on you and found somebody else. Because they feel like they had used you all up. Because you had gave so much of yourself up. In the the narcissist's mind, we're like, you're not the person I fell in love with. You're not the same person I met. You're not the same person I I, I care about. Like, who are you? Because you, guess what? 
you've lost yourself trying to be more for me. You lost who you are. You lost your dreams, your hopes, your goals, your body, your promise, your life, your fitness, your heart, your love, your soul, your family, your friends. You lost all that for somebody that treated you terribly. That's what you gave up. And then they get they like like you lost yourself. You know you're not the same person I met. And it's true because you lost yourself trying to give so much more to the narcissist, and they broke you. And they get like okay, I can't fix you. I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to replace you with somebody else that I can do the same thing with. And then guess what? You're broken. And you think the narcissist can fix you, so you try to get the narcissist back. Only you can fix you because only you can break you. Take your power back. Focus on your own potential, not the potential of a, an, another person. Focus. It's like life is about focus. Chase those dreams, chase those goals, and stop giving up for somebody else for the chance at somebody. I'm going to give up my hopes and dreams of being a doctor or a lawyer just to be treated terribly. Stop. We're not doing this no more, y'all. This 2021. We are stopping the generational curses. We're not starting them by begging to be loved. We're not doing that no more, y'all. Stop it. Anyways, y'all, thank sorry I went on this rant. <sighs> I feel like I didn't take a breath the whole time. <laughs> Anyways, y'all, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. It's, uh, I just want everybody to win, man. Because if I can do it, you can't, like I said, another thing before I go. You can't preach the trauma bond to a, a per you can't preach the trauma bond to a person with narcissistic personality disorder that's in therapy for. You can't come at me and say I'm trauma bonded because because if I can go to therapy and make the, and make these positive changes in my own personal life, if I can alter my behaviors in my own personal life, then why can't you? You know what I mean? Why can't you? Let's get it together. Be blessed. If you listen to this on YouTube, you know, uh, like and subscribe. Apple Podcasts, five stars, please. I love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Mental illness is out. Thank you.